Welcome everyone to the 134th episode of Politically High Tech with your host Elias. I have an interesting lineup for you today. I'm going to try not to bombard you so much. Well, for the primary politics, um, we have the federal government, the Department of Homeland Security in particular, the one that's run by Alejandro Mayorkas, the one I want gone. They are finally doing some serious things because, well, obviously Biden is up for re-election, so he has to get things done. They're going to tackle hard with fentanyl smuggling and getting arresting and getting rid of people who I mean, we get rid of them, get rid of their freedom. Let's just be clear about that. I want to kill unless it's on self-defense. has to be in self-defense and nothing else. I mean, deeper to some of that. And I'm going to go through a brief history of Ethiopian conflict that's lasted for two years has happened during the pandemic and you know you could say that america mostly ignored it but not the biden administration has happened in ethiopia's tigray region in particular there's two groups that are fighting they did a bunch of horrible things we're gonna get deeper into that and i have three documents that's gonna walk us through all of that shorter than you think and then yeah this is going to be all federal all federal one elite international overlap with ethiopia which i did promise cover more africa i did promise that and i'm trying to fulfill that best, to the best of my abilities hrsa which is human resources and services administration they want to improve the organ donor waitlist they want to finally modernize that 17 people die per day so think about that times the government bureaucracy a lot of people are going to be dead by the time that they improve this but regardless they should push for this because they could prevent more deaths in the future you know I'm, I'm in a perfect world we could um avoid many deaths and prevent them but we don't live in a perfect world. We live in a fallen, wacky world. And those are your three items. And all that relates to federal government. So far, mid-game. Um, I'm using the flip side here. Just talk about TikTok's possible ban. In general, Republicans want a ban. Democrats say, no, we need another approach. We need more privacy policies, safety regulations. But they want to keep TikTok. I wonder why. TikTok seems to benefit Democrats really well and a much younger generation and Democrats do reach they do they're not able they not reach younger voters better than Republicans it's been like that for a while and then we have an interesting case here this is really politics legal and technology really integrating here federal jar the federal charge the federal judge ruled against the Internet Archive and Hatchet versus Internet Archive. Hatchet appointed as four book publishers. They were against it. They say all people could essentially get out books for free. Once well, archives say no, it's for record preservation. If anything, could, could increase sales. Well, in short, the, the judge was not having that. The judge picked a side, and you can figure that out. On which side that the judge picked? Okay. And then they compared AI chatbots, Google's Bird, 
Microsoft's Bing and OpenAI's ChatGPT. Which one did better? I'm not gonna read every single example here in this long article. Like, like for example, I am not going to read. I'm going to, to avoid reading How Do I Beat Melania and Elder Ring. I don't give a rat's behind about that. I'll figure that one out. Give you rec recipe for chocolate cake. That one I'll look and I'll look that up. How do I install RAM to my PC? That's a more interesting question. Write me a poem by a worm. Basic mathematics. And last I'm gonna read, what's the average sum salary for a plumber in NYC? Cite your sources. So these group of writers, James Vinson, Jacob Kastronakis, A.D. Robinson, Tom Warren, Jay Peters, Antonio, and Junior T. D. Benedict. They compared it, and one is the weakest one, and I'm gonna call that right now for the most part, that'll be Google's bird. I'm surprised Google's not doing so hot here. I thought Google would have done, you know, close to good, but it seems like, based on what I skimmed through, especially the examples I wanna read, they're doing they as a company that company is doing bad that product is not doing google any service let's get to weird topic finale i got three stories for you like escape ours missouri bear hack heads to texas with with, with a mole they go to texas suit on the mole what a smart bear is this yogi bear in real life i don't know you could tell i'm dating myself there i'm dating myself there Anyways, and another one, an interesting scam. A person going gets four and a half years for a role in an eight million dollar online romance scam. Uh, it's gonna be some commonalities and all. These scammers target the elderly, the vulnerable, and they're pretty convincing because since people are vulnerable and lonely, they're gonna listen to them. Shame, protect your elders, especially from online. Streets have a much better, easier time handling because that's the world that they're accustomed to. And then we got a boy here who solved the Rubik's Cube in less than five seconds, an average. That's very amazing. It took me one hour. I messed up that cube really well. And I did that when I was 11. This boy is nine. Mm, he definitely won up me greatly on that one. Well, what a way to put myself down. But it's impressive. I'm going to talk just a very little bit about that. I recommend you watch the video. I'll put the link in the description below. It starts with upi.com. So you can look for that one. And watch that video. It's a short one. Pretty amazing stuff. It's a little Chinese boy. Figure that out. Obviously, you got brains. So, welcome to the first segment. This is going to be very federal heavy. This is going to be mostly about the federal government. And I think these are things you should know. You should really know about these things. So, Department of Homeland Security, yet the one I can't secure the border for political reasons. And I even add competence reasons. They have launched an operation called Operation Blue Locus. 
has already stopped more than 900 pounds of fentanyl entering the United States. That's a lot. Those things are really light, so stopping 900 pounds of that, that's a lot. Is it enough? No, but it's a step in the right direction. They have launched this in March 2023. I'm going to give you the numbers right now. They have led to 18 seizures, 16 federal arrests, and two state arrests. Okay, and they have seized over 900 pounds of fentanyl, like I said, and even over 700 pounds of methamphetamines and over 100 pounds of cocaine into the United States on Sunday, March 17. I mean, this is a good start. I'm not going to lie. They've finally taken some control of, you know, the, the cartel situation because they did explode it a few months ago. They, it really did. I mean, drug trafficking has been, drug cartels have been trafficking a lot of fentanyl for years now. And it's bringing an unprecedented force to fight against them, which I think is good. He said, last two years, I've seen more fentanyl than the previous five years combined. Well, they, they're stepping it up. And the president fiscal year will invest $535 million to the U.S. Customs Board for protection for board technology to include... For another truce of respect, which says with a primary focus on federal detection at ports of entry. And they're going to provide 113 million to hire additional personnel. They're going to increase their 350 border patrol agents and 150 custom and border protection officers, as well as additional 460 processing agents at custom border patrols, CBP, and ICE. At 39 positions, are strengthening the transportation removal program. And then the budget also has $40 million just to combat human smuggling as well as a list of drug operations, just a production, distribution, fentanyl. This is a step in the right direction, and they should continue to do this. And, um, you know, I'm pretty happy about that. Will it um do enough? Well, I, time could tell, but I'm happy that they're stepping it up. So I give a little clap to Mr. Biden there, okay? I give him a clap. He's doing something, but the time of it, you know, he's ready for re-election, so he has to step up his game if he wants those votes. Now we're going to talk about the atrocities been done for the past two years on the Ethiopia's Tigray region. And then they've been blocking off aid because the United States provides money to a lot of poor countries. Some reason, um, I think some of the African nations like to gloss over that. Look, I'm not saying what we did with colonialism over there was good. I would disagree with that. I believe in partnership. It sounds a bit naive. I do believe in that. And of course, the United States is calling them to stop with the violence and hurting people. And they say Prime Minister Abi and President Isaias must be held accountable for all these atrocities that they have committed. That was their statement in May 15, 2021. And then, fast forward eight days later, I have concerns about the territorial integrity of Ethiopia. And of course, people together have been suffering rape, abuses, all that stuff, military invasion, oppressing civilians. And there's this whole nothing but platitudes. And, but, we're gonna skip to the end, which is March 20th. Ethiopia is now emerging for two years of brutal crisis that took place in the northern region. And, and they have determined that two parties, Ethiopian National Defense Forces, and DEF, and then 
Eritian Defense Forces EDF and Tigray's People's Liberation Front Forces and uh, Almara Forces committed war crimes during the conflict of in North Ethiopia. I mean, the military forces, the ones I just listed, with the exception of Amara, that committed crime against murder, rape, and other sexual violence and persecution, while the Amara forces had the human deportation force will transfer an ethnic cleansing in Western Tigray. They all recognize they have done wrong things, and the United States will continue to partner with Ethiopia to bring peace. That's all I'm going to say about that. What do you think? Well, I just pray to God that whole conflict um, ends really for good because it's very atrocious. Especially ethnic cleansing, rape, and murder. It's very, very wrong. You know, we need to appreciate what we have in America, but America could become a basket case if we don't do anything about it. Especially the way it's going with wackos. When they'll get their way, certain crazy groups of both the far left and the far right. They destroy, they break into things, and, you know, I've said things in the past that seem contradictory, but if you have an interview with me or pay attention to episodes, I'll be condemning. I condemn both sides pretty equally. If I don't do a good job, please feel free to call me out. And make sure you point at credit examples when you do that, because if you just say something out of whack that's I know is irrelevant, I'm going to debate you. I'm going to assume that you argue in good faith, but once you go crazy and go off track or your logic gap's too wide, then we have problems. So, let's transition to the last story. Okay, this is all on the federal government website. All these, by the way. So, the Human Resources Service Administration, okay, is agency of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, has announced a Martin initiative to improve the, do- the organ donor list. And I remember 17 die per day as they transition it, but it's better to do something than nothing because you're preventing potential deaths um, along the way. You know, they, want, they want to increase data transparency. They want to make sure that they speed up the process more importantly for people who's waiting for a replacement of a kidney, a lung, or even the heart. They can get these things fast instead of waiting and then they drop dead. And this system's been around for nearly 40 years and then they decided to expand on this. Pretty late. They, you know, I prefer them just to improve something rather than do nothing at all. Okay, they have new data to de-identify organ donors, organ procurement, transplant wait lists and transplant recipients. And patients, families, clinicians, researchers, and others can use this data for informing and decision making to improve the process. That's good. And then of course for the president's budget for fiscal year 2024, we'll have more than double the budget for organ related work. And contrary to implementing this smarter initiative, total $67 million. And more than 100,000 people who are waiting for this, that would get it, I'm sure, Sure, unless it's gonna grow and get bigger, but people's gonna die in the process, which is, you know, that it's sad, it's very unfortunate. So, we are actually done here, and that's all I gotta say about that. I really hope these things work out, but finally, these things are happening is because Biden wants to be reelected. 
Okay, that's a cynical truth. And when they're stepping up, it's going to be because they want something in return. They even want the votes. They want to stay in power as long as possible. Okay? I would say the DOJ says Operation Blue Lotus. They want to improve border patrol, reduce federal smuggling, and they're in Biden's administration putting a good ton of money, over hundreds of millions of dollars into that. Yeah, especially the explosion of the Mexican cartel. Well, America's continuing the efforts of humanitarian aid to North and Ethiopia, especially with the conflict in the Tigray region of, yeah, it's, it, it's a region of North. Okay, they went through bloodbath, violence, rape, very horrible stuff. America says gonna do that, and so far Biden's administration's been on top of this issue. Human Resources Service Administration want to modernize by increasing transparency data to make better decisions, improve efficiency, so people have to die waiting for a new organ like a heart, a lung, kidneys. Biden's administration's gonna put up. Uh, that's about $67 million into this. Hey, these are good initiatives. I'm not a big fan of Biden, so I still think he screwed up a lot of ways, but the reason why he's improved is because he wants to be reelected. Uh, you know, he's been, he's been doing better. I'll say I'll say his first year was his worst, I'm to be honest with you. To me, he's just getting a little better. To me, not when it comes to wokeness and all that. I strongly disagree with him, but that's besides the point. So with that out of the way, we'll reach the second segment really, really soon. Welcome to the second segment called Mid Game. In this technological segment, we're going to go through three things. Mostly has to do with social media and legal and politics. Well, in the opposite order, we're told the political part first. TikTok's ban. That could be approaching. Let's see Biden be a real moderate here and ban TikTok. Um, 20 senators were there, 10 Democrats, 10 Republicans. So it's fair 50-50 representation for both parties. And they both have problems with show Chew. Well, yeah, his ass got chewed up, all right. I agree with the right on this issue. You know, last segment, I was actually giving Biden some credit and props, but I know it's a timing. It's around election time, except for the Ethiopian conflict. That, I'll say he's doing a... He's on the right track. So, the general perspective from the right is TikTok should be banned because of safety and national security grounds. And left saying, nah, they don't want to ban it, but they want to put... Comprehensive policy is safety regulations. Yeah, I agree with the right. This guy will bend the knee for the Chinese Communist Party, okay? And about 45% of America have a TikTok account and they got surveillance, you know, those that don't have it. So yeah, it's a spy tool. Like how you try to defend that, but it's a spy tool. And... Just for timing's sake, I'm gonna read only one perspective. If you wanna read all of them, then go ahead, I'll put the link from the flip side. So from the right, I'm gonna read only the top one. In two deep dives of platform during she pretended to be a teenage boy and a teenage girl. The post is Asia Grants found a TikTok to be parents were sniping. Log is a frontier get bombarded with 
Cots that glorified sex and violence, including tips on life and sex trafficking, misogynist, Andrew Tate. Oh, the right doesn't like him, apparently. And that's nothing to say a minute details of how-to guides on couch-style binge drinking, including a jug chucking. She has a lot of kids to ER at UMass recently. And for the young boys, the views just as great as Jaden. Grace got served. Love industry of girls lip singing and twerking in mini shorts. Followed by views making light of violence towards women. Profit rape humor. Racial hatred. Tate figure prominent there too with a clip of this about Muslim women getting stoned and others offered similar ugliness about male-female relationship. Toxic consequences to spread every water of less action is taken. This is from the editorial board of the New York Post. And then Abby Richards supporting left on this. On TikTok, you're more likely to count first-hand accounts news stories than a fact-check polished if a news company. This bottom exercise drawback notably the proliferation of misinformation, hate speech, and harassment, but also allows voices previously previously excluded from media reach off to unprecedented audience. In June 2020, TikTok became a hub for Black Lives Matter protests. Videos from front lines pro protests flooded users' feeds. We could see the violence and the camaraderie strategies used in the city's round and we will eco so organized. US is at a crossroads. We could dismantle a massive piece of communication infrastructure used by young people, LGBTQ plus people, people of color, exacerbate existing Equality information access. Alternatively, Congress can implement legislation to serve, protect digital privacy, safety for all Americans on the platforms. So, I agree with the right. Chinese have great influence, and for them to have their business there, they have to give that information to. They have to comply with the Chinese. So, they're gonna do whatever they can to spy and. Screw the United States to keep government data. So far, it's a bunch of dumpy using it, and the government officials that have used it. Uh, I love what Jamal Bowman said. Oh, the reason why Republicans were abandoned because they ain't got no swag. Oh, shut up, you fools. More about it's way more than just swag. It's national security, you dummy. He's a principal. He was a principal. Thank God, I wasn't in his school. Not a big fan, of Jamal Bowman. Not a big fan of him. So, I mean, I can read the other opinions, but you get the point. Well, the right doesn't like Andrew Tate. So, we're going to get to the second eye about The Verge. And the federal judge has ruled on the Internet Archive and Hatchet versus Internet Archive. The lawsuit has been brought by four book publishers, okay? They want to protect their work, you know, through the you know, copyright. Who are those who are with Hatchet? Those book companies, what are we going to see? Uh, judge John G., whatever his name is. Decided that Internet has done more than nothing but create derivative work, so it needs authorization from books, copyright holders, and publishers before letting them out for a national emergency library program. And it's our archive, they said they're going to reappeal it. Uh, the one I joined with them is HarperCollins, John Wiley and Sons, and Penguin Random House. Mm, some big publishers there. In his ruling, Judge Kiel um, considered rather it into the archive was operate on the principle of fair use, which was previously protected in the digital book preservation by Google Books and Athey Trust 2014 among users. Fair use considers whether using a copyright was good for the public, how much it impacted copyright, how much work has been copied, or rather used as transformed a copyright to something new, among other things. 
But he said did not do that. Man, it did, did not do that. Google's fine with Transformer because it created searchable database as such just simply publishing copy books on the internet. Got to say, he's making sense there. He also dismissed the argument that it's our cap might be theoretically opposed to some more compensated books that say there's no direct evidence that's relevant. Uh, you know, people could find out to print those things, right? So, hey, Sam, I'm with the judge in this one. In a lawsuit, yeah, it's the early pandemic, which people could read 1.4 million digitized books with no relate. Typically, it operates under controlled digital lending, which can allow digital copies on one on one basis, but remove the waiting list off of the easy books for people to stay at home in orders during the pandemic. Hmm, archive for well, archive shut that program down, and of course, it's the archive. They uh, they're not gonna listen to that ruling, they are not gonna listen to that ruling. So that's what we got there. So they keep up the fight. Uh, that's a federal judge that ruled against that. Now for the more interesting thing, we have three AI chatbots competing to be the best of best. With a couple of writers weighing in. Uh, James Vincent, Jacob Kastronekis, A.D. Robertson, Tom Warren, JPs, and Antonio G. De Benedito. And they're comparing which one is the best of the best. And we're going to skip some examples because I think some of them are stupid. So we, we're going to have a simple one. Small audience generally older. Give me a recipe for chocolate cake. And it was testing creativity there. And chat GPT nailed this one according to the authors. Chose a cake recipe for one site. And a the butter cream cup for another, share the link for one of the two, reproduce both agrees correctly. We add some helpful instructions. I suggest I use the parchment paper. And then bang, gets the ballpark of Mr. Strange Ray. Site specific recipe, but changes some of the quantities but poor ingredients like flour for a small margin. But for Parker it fully halves the instruction by amount of sugar to include. Bird, on the other hand, which is made by Google, said screwed it with a bunch of Quantity small salvage ways on the takes a cake's baking time. The biggest problem is that make changes that's just that meaningfully affect flavor. It swaps buttermilk for milk and coffee for water. Later on fails to include milk or heavy cream buttercream recipe, so frosting is gonna end up too thick. So obviously you don't want to pay attention to bar when it comes to food. And how to install RAM to PC. Okay, so this is a very technical question. And this one they saying that all three did pretty well here. Most representing the random to run a dual channel mode, which sticks to having seat correct slots to get the best performance of your system. Otherwise, you're gonna spend a lot of money just to get that running. Chapters you just pick up the key part. So check your BIOS's afterwards. But does that go through? And another puts all important BIOS step. If you pick up some Intel XMP compatible run, you typically so BIOS. So overall, the sounds for the device is solid, very basic. So they all so it's by Tom Warren who did that. And the last one the last one the cookie things was Jake Kashanakis. And I'm not gonna read all of them, but they all contribute, so I gotta give the credit regardless. And this one, write me a poem by a worm. If AI are in fact reliable and they're not, they at least must be creative. And SAS was a right that one, but GPT was a clear reader. Um, nice system we're able to reproduce the meter, you know, that each consists four units, syllables, unstressed, unstressed, stress, 
Chiefs, ChatGPT did the best there. Because of verbal reasoning and styles, he's like, ChatGPT got it there. I'm not going to read all that. A lot of James Vincent contributed to that particular example. James Vincent also contributed to this one. A bit of basic math. Um, it's a language model for the most part, and it's bad at math. Don't trust chatbot to get it right. Hacks for 20% increase of 2023. It just just a question with a bit of narrative framing. The correct answer is 2676. Bird got wrong by 10 while chat Bing and ChatGPT got it right. Actually, multiply results, results, but Bird was the worst for a complicated um, thing. Well, ChatGPT did the best of the three. Bing has always seemed to be in the middle when it comes to these examples. So they're good with text, not with um, math, apparently. What's the average salary of plumbing in New York City? Inside your resources. Ooh, for that example, Jay Kashanekis. The inside void is because I think it's irrelevant for my audience. I got really to interrogate ChatGPT. Yeah, me too. I can relate to that. I mean, I did two episodes of it already. Last one. Check check out my previous episode 133. Episode 133 on that one. Lots of ways ChatGPT got the best answer. Again, Bing does pretty good, but it's always one or two steps behind. They said it's broad, feels human, that's why ChatGPT got it best. And they like the simplicity and the clarification of ChatGPT. Yeah. There's a lot I like about it, about Big Zass 2 gives specific numbers, sites the source even gives links, which is great detail. But one problem is it fudges two numbers. And it, it has, so it's not using the right source. But Bird used data from May 2017. You know, wages have changed drastically. So, Bing and ChatGPT did good, Burr got it the worst. A lot of it you can read this on your own. So, what's the summary for all of this? So, TikTok. Left wing is one policies on protecting people. I think they're naive and foolish or corrupt. Right wing is one it banned, and I agree with the ban of this one. You won't do comprehensive policies left. Do that with Facebook, do that with Instagram, do that with YouTube, and up. And therefore, Internet Archives lost fights to scan and lend books, ebooks at the library. Because yeah, four publisher companies said that they were violating copyright protection. Well, they got a point there. And Internet Archive will continue to fight. The federal judge, Judge C. Kielt, said, no, it's derivative. It's not, any, you're not transforming it into something new. But they continue the, the fight regardless. If the last thing does, this is the battle of the chatbots. For the most part, ChatGPT won. Bing was not that far behind, but Google's bird seems to be the worst of them all. Seems to be the worst of them all. And when it came to recipes, ChatGPT did the best there. And Bing, they got a lot of things right, but they got small margin error and Bird screws it up. It comes to the stolen RAM PC. This is when they were close to tie. Right poem about the worm. ChatGPT was the best. And then mathematics, they all were off. Well, actually, Bing and ChatGPT got it right there. They had better math skills than Google's Bird. And it was off by 10. And what's the average salary? Saying ChatGPT was the best because it's raw generic, including links, but Bird just continues to do the worst of them all. 
So that's all I got for you here. We reach the third and final segment really, really soon. To the weird topic finale. Well, we have two items from AP Associated Press and then one from UPI. So this bear knows how to escape really well and it heads to Texas Zoo using a mode. Pretty damn interesting there. And this bear, this bear is something. Bursts out of this app habitat. It's not the first time this bear has done it, it's twice, second time. This four-year-old is 280 pounds. Yeah, imagine a human child weight. I think it, nope, definitely the child will die. The child could barely hold 40 pounds properly. Yeah, 280, seven times of that, yeah. And they obviously want to keep him in, um, in St. Louis Zoo. They like his personality. Yeah, but he's a bit of an escape artist, you know. Interesting. I think it's like Yogi Bear in real life in some ways. You know, he's very outsmarted hum humanity, have a charming personality. In the second story, a man gets only four and a half years for a role in an eight million dollar online romance scam. So a Massachusetts man helps stole millions of dollars for hundreds of people, often, you know, selling them some bullcrap story. The name of this person is Kofi Osei. He's been doing this for a couple of years now, for 2016 and 2020. Targeting mostly older people by creating fake day online accounts. Yeah, this is this is stuff you see in Dr. Phil. Except, with, you know, I can't provide you the dramatics. They gain their trust. You know, this person, this money was sent to Nigeria. Tends to be that country for some reason. Especially the ones that get caught. The Florida, one Florida woman has sent more than $200,000. And a California person sent 65000 This person, Kofi Osei, has grew poor in Ghana and came to U.S. legally to pursue a professional soccer career. And of course, the defense turned to some leniency because this person has no pride. The street says a poor misguided decision. Uh, I would I would lock him up for eight years, a million per year. Four and a half, not to me, that's too lenient. All right, last but certainly not least, there's a Chinese boy named Yi Hang Wang. He five attempts March 12th at the Speed Cuban event at 2023 at Kuala Malaysia. He had to do five attempts. They averaged by the slowest and the quickest. His quickest time was 3.9 seconds, close to 4 seconds, and his slowest was 6.16 seconds, a little over 6 seconds. The World Cup Association rules requires the fastest slowest times to be discounted when calculating the average. Oops, I gave you misinformation there. So they're going to calculate. Not calculating 3.9, so they calculate that 4.35, 4.41, 5.31 give him 
the average of 4.69 seconds. The Guinness record said the boy broke the record fastest average time to solve in a 3x3x3 rotating puzzle cube, being a record of 4.86 seconds when it was jointly held by Max Parker of the United States and Timon Koslinski of Poland. So he out beat the American and the Polish on that one. Very, wow, that's amazing. Very amazing. And like I said in my story, I mean, it took me an hour to do that, and I was 11 years old, so I was he has a special talent in that area. Good for him. All right, so to wrap this up, so we have a, a bear who is loved by the Texans, escaped the Missouri Sioux, and then a man named Kofi Osei, 30 years old, grew up in poverty in Ghana. He robbed millions of dollars in the Romance Alliance scam. And he's only getting four and a half years in prison, which I think has too many, I would say eight years. I think others should be arrested for the same time for that. You know, that needs to serve the same time period. So eight years is my recommendation, one million per year. I think I gotta say he hasn't killed anyone all that, but he did, but he did deceive and steal. So he needs to be held to account. Well, pursue a soccer career, obviously he wasn't as successful in soccer, more as greed. I don't know, I'm speculating there, but you know, I think that's too lenient. And then last but not least, a nine-year-old boy named Yi Hang Wang broke the record, solved that cube in 4.69 seconds. Okay, he solved a three by three by three rotating puzzle cube, beating Max Parker of the United States and Timon Kalinski. So that record, Previous record, 4.8 success was jointly held by Max Park United States and Timon Kalesinski of Poland. So his was the fourth fastest on record, according to the World Cup Association. Interesting. All right, with all of that, I wanna wish you a blessed day or night.